Hello and welcome to Viterium Awakening. As always, I am Robin Caulfield, the Dungeon Master, and with me tonight is Renee. Hi, I'm Renee Rhodes, she, her, and I'm playing Tennyson, who is she, they. And James? Hi, my name is James, and I'll be playing Sick, uh, who is they, them. Sil? What's up, guys? I'm Sylvia. I'll be playing Faina, and her pronouns are she, her, as are mine. And Eleni. Hi, I'm Eleni. I'll be playing Ahira, she, they, same pronouns as myself. And, of course, I, Robin, use she, her pronouns. We'll pick up tonight's episode over with Sick and Faina as they head on in to a shop that just has a sign outside that says jeweler. So, Sick, Faina, you walk in, a bell chimes. It's a dimly lit store. Um, there's a row of candles burning on the counter. Um, a nice stone, sort of just a stone countertop. A curtain separating the, the counter and the back room with shelves behind the counter uh, with all sorts of shiny gems and baubles and rings and necklaces and a lot of shiny things. Uh, the curtain is just a very thick black sheet separating, obviously, a bathroom and the front room. And uh, there's a number of candles that are not burning because they've been, just been melted down onto the very, uh, the very stone countertop down to their very, the very end of their wicks. Um, as you walk in, the bell rings. An older woman in between uh, the two of you height-wise. So just an average-sized human, long gray hair, uh, very unkempt, thrown into the messiest of buns, glasses hanging by a jeweled chain around her neck as she pulls them up. Well, hello there. What can I do for you? Well, I was hoping, well... I was hoping you would be able to take a look at these and uh, I'm actually inquiring if you'd like to purchase them, if they're worth anything. And I just hand her the bag. How many jewels are you handing her at this moment? Like roughly the jewels and the price of the jewels. Oh, um, all of them, all of them in the bag that I have. And, okay. Oh my God, did I write this down? Uh, so you put the gems on the counter or you hand them to her and then she spreads them out on the counter and uh, she takes out a small little magnifying glass uh, eyepiece thing and she's turning it and she's looking at each one very carefully. Hmm. These are quite interesting. How did you come upon these? As she goes through inspecting. Inheritance. I'm sorry for your loss. Oh, thank you. She she takes a little while longer as the two of you stand there awkwardly 
as she inspects each and every jewel very carefully. I would be happy to give you 500 gold for the entire batch. Can I make an insight check? I was going to do the same. Go ahead. 14 on my side. So 14 for sick. 16. 16. Sick, you feel as if she's on the up and up. Faina. Uh, you feel like you're being shortchanged just a bit and that she's definitely trying to haggle you down, perhaps decrease the value of what they're actually worth. Okay. Come now. I don't understand you have to turn a profit, but just that they're worth at least double. Make me a persuasion check. Well, that's a natural 17 plus seven. Ooh, plus, plus seven. Oh my God. At level one? That's absurd. Okay. Deal. A thousand gold it is. She scoops up the gems and then she, you know, she sort of steps in the back really quick. And then she comes back out with a different pouch. She sort of jumps the pouch of. Uh, gold out and she goes ahead very quickly counts up a few bundles of gold coins counts them in front of you total does reach a thousand if either of you can count i don't know you know no no judgment uh sick no i would know how to count at least i just don't know about money so (laughs) i'm i'm taking her word for it largely (laughs) uh yeah, she's not trying to con either of you or anything, but she slides the gold over. Pleasure doing business with you. Likewise, thanks so much. Hey, it was a pleasure. Uh, can I give you a free tip there as we as we leave? Sure. You really shouldn't leave these candles so close to your, your black curtain. That's a fire hazard. Um, but thank you. And I just will take whatever shred coins and start walking away. She just kind of... She gives you a look that you are very familiar with, Sick. Yep, I'm aware. The lighting effect is lovely, though. Have a great day. Right. And the two of you go. You leave. Uh, with a thousand gold in your pocket. All right. Now I think we could get some place. Literally. We could definitely get some horses. Yes, yes. Um... Let's let's do that. Then. Maybe they'll have something big enough for me. Yeah, we're gonna need like a Clydesdale for you, just like a really big horse. Okay. I can take a pony; it's fine. Um, heck, I could even just ride a dog, most likely. Um, Wait, we can do whatever. Take your dog? I mean, they nip, uh, and it's kind of fat because we overfeed dog. But uh, they're not really good for riding. Their back kind of hurts, and they're getting old. So. Ideally, like a, a new dog or a ward would, would be ideal. I might scare some people if I rode a ward through town, though. Let's see if we can find those. Where uh, Did we already map out the location for where that would be? Or do we need to search for... Uh, Sick would have an idea. Um, oh, yes, right. And I imagine Wally at Wally's Wonderful Wagon Emporium would have at least said, yeah, no, you can just go to the stables off you know wherever mm-hmm. so yeah you got you guys have an idea all right um did you 
did you want to keep holding on to all of that or shall I carry it for you and and you? Oh, no, you should carry it. If I carry it, people are going to think weird, weird thoughts and maybe say something. But you should carry it. Wait, why? Goblins don't usually carry a lot of money on them unless we um, we just don't. That's also why you don't see me carry my knives around, too. We kind of scare people. Usually it's our teeth, and I'm going to grin really big, and you're going to just see that six teeth are just all sharp little daggers. I I assume those are quite useful. Oh, yeah, if I need to, like, chew through rope, it's really great. Um, mm. One time when my aunt threw me in the lake and I was all tied up, it was excellent. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'll give you a piggyback ride. Okay, excellent. As Sick now rides on your back once again. Um, my shoulder, it's like like the toddler carry mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> as you both once again do this, and Sick continues to see the city from new heights. Oh, I'm so um, tall. Despite the fact that I'm sure Sick has been at the tops of some of these buildings at some point. Um, <laughs> uh, with your passive perception of 14 Faina um, while you were having that conversation with Sick about how sometimes goblins scare people uh, for the first time really as the two of you are walking around you have noticed a, a few people have given Sick a few strange looks um and it's safe to deduce that this has happened probably the entirety that you have known sick. Um, but the two of you carry on. Um, and eventually towards the edge of town, towards the main gate uh, is where the stable is located. It's very hard to miss. Most people are coming in and out of here. Traffic right now at this point of the day, very heavy through here. Carts coming in and out both ways, both sides of the street. Shops, carts, um, all sorts of little tents and merchant stands lined up all the way down. It's like you're walking down Main Street. Um, it's a nice day, albeit a little chilly. Everyone's yelling over one another, trying to sell something really good smells of fresh foods and fried foods. Very similar to the festival, but perhaps on a slightly smaller scale uh, as the two of you somehow potentially resist the temptation and make it to the stables. You resist the temptation? (laughs) I mean... You can roll me a um, a wisdom saving throw if you'd like. I I also feel like Sick would be like, hey, hey, we have a thousand gold gold pieces and some lot? carne asada over there. It's only like a couple copper. We could we could spare one. We could get treats for other people as long as we don't eat them. That's true. <laughs> you get a hera and ten some like treats. We should get like a dozen. Yeah. Do you, do you think they would want baked goods? I didn't. Well, for ten, would she want something she didn't bake? I think it'll be like, fine. I think it's more about the the sentiment. Okay. Okay. Uh, you you've been here all your life. What's good? Sick <sighs> um, is gonna just like get as much like 
I don't know if there's like <laughs> meat stands or whatever, but just like, oh, they, they'll want this and this and this. And there's a veggie plate over here. They're going to want that too. So there's all sorts of rotating stands all throughout the year. Almost every day there's something new here because merchants from all over the world uh, come through this particular city. Um, and it's it's probably the only city in the empire where it feels so relaxed and free, especially with all these merchants lining the streets. Um Sick, you've jumped around multiple cities and many places. So uh, obviously there's a reason you and your family have found the most comfort here. There are other places in the world that are like this, but perhaps not quite like this single city. Uh, so yeah, there are some, there's some like jerky stands. There's some actively being barbecued meat. There's... Uh, there's fried chickens and um, pork and all sorts of fried vegetables and fr deep fried sweets. Um, it's basically like a country fair out there. Just everything that you can think of in every different way. That's kind of how this city is on a daily basis. So um, there are a lot of sweet stands um, a lot of honey buns, um, some muffins, cookies, uh, quite a few specialty desserts, um, a few falafels, bear claws, you know, a lot of bread-based sweets, some pastries. I'm looking for something with flowers in it again. Something with flowers in it. Mm -hmm. roll me just a straight d20 15 15 uh yeah so uh it takes you a few stands you know you're going around a couple couple of different places but eventually you see these small uh sort of mini cakes um and they're they're very carefully and intricately, you know, designed with the icing. And um, you can even see uh, as there's um, one small girl, uh, small uh, fearful girl, um, ears uh, down, um, bows in her hair. Uh, and um, she's sort of up front while her mother in an apron um, a half-orc woman is uh, hair up, covered in flour as she's carving away with the smallest tools uh, designing this one very large cake. Um, but you see on some of these smaller cakes that um, probably about like, if you put your hands together, uh, that would probably be about where they fit so they're probably a little bit bigger for everyone else. It's probably like a whole size, regular size cake for sick. Um, <laughs> so uh, you notice that while some of them have just icing flowers, uh, some of these ones have small little um, flowers just sort of sitting on the top. Um, actual flowers and some you recognize 
as you see a few types of flowers that are familiar from your homeland. Um, you see some wildflowers, um, all sorts of stuff. Um, I'll approach the counter and say, how, how much is one of these cakes? For the small ones, just one copper. Then uh, I think I will take. Are those are those violets? Mm-hmm. I'll take two of those and uh, one with the strawberry on it, and one. I'm looking over the table, trying to figure out something Sick would like. Meanwhile, six over by um, some sort of meat stand. Uh, also nearby, some, you know, steamed buns. Sick would try to find some, a meat food the size of their own head. Mm. Very easy to find. Yep. This might be a strange question. Do you make any meat Mm, mm, I don't think so. Then the honeycomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the little girl uh, takes the four cakes, five cakes? Four. Four cakes. Uh, so you get four cakes. Um, the, the little girl sort of helps you count out the four copper pieces since you don't understand money all that well. Uh, and in a nice uh, sort of wrapped up box, um, you are handed your four cakes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, and I'll, I'll head over and try to find Sick. <laughs> uh, so Sick, you end up at one of the stalls set up closest to the gate. It smells so good, and the meat is tremendous. Uh, there's a lot of pork, uh, some beef. Uh, there's some venison in there as well. Um, and some of them are salted, dried jerkies, uh, others being freshly barbecued. Um, there's a smoker going on back here. This, this uh, group of dwarves there's about four or five of them working this stand. Um, they all have their beard braided in the same single braid going down. They all have hair going around the sides, but balding on the top. Um, and they all have the same tattoo sort of going from their hands to about their elbows. And uh, they all have different mustaches though. Uh, some are twirled up into a handlebar. Some have no mustache at all. Others just very big and gruff. And uh, they have a whole cart back there working with the smoker and everything. They've got like a whole setup. It's like a small restaurant almost. And uh, there is <clears throat> this big hunk of uh, beef on a stick, except it's more like beef on a tree. Uh, and the piece of beef is absolutely like just a little bit bigger than your head all the way around. I, I imagine sick would be speaking almost in goblin 
to to themselves just like oh no oh, oh, it smells so good like no one else could probably understand uh just because it sounds like gibberish uh almost like floating to this meat stand seeing that the the meat there has to like stand on on their toes and they just kind of peek up over the counter eyes giant at this big chunk of meat just drooling a little bit at the meat and eyes it's... almost glistening to the same the same glisten of the meat just like oh, I, oh it's so beautiful it's at that moment that the angels will sing it's at that moment yeah. Faina walks over with a box of cakes I assume you found something. I'm just like, look at this. <laughs> uh, I'm like, I'll just. Do I even speak? I don't. But in in Goblin, <laughs> uh-huh. it's like I want this. Um, no, again, no one can understand. Like, this is it. Um, yeah. I think that means you even want that. Uh, excuse me, how much for this? Five silver. I'm just gonna like jump up and slap it down on the counter and take it. Pleasure. The dwarf takes gold, uh, the silver, and you take the meat. I'm like already gonna be biting into it, and then Alice's side of my mouth just like, no, no, sorry. Watch out your uh, mustache; it's a fire hazard around all these flames. And just keep walking. And there's that look again. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'll just leave and uh, catch up with <laughs> the bobbing hook of meat in the street. And to the stables you go. Yeah. Uh, but alas, we shift to a different spot of the city. Ahara and Tennyson, as you make your way up the very elegant, wide, stairs inside of the order of merchants and rather than following Valen to the right you head up the left side following the long lines of house duelist soldiers as you trail behind the commotion as you see soldiers begin to trail off heading into various different offices um, as there is a a lot of yelling and screaming when in that moment 10 a voice reaches you um uh, i think really quickly i'm just like hold on hold on to a hera your father's voice finds its way into your mind Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry it took me so long to get back to you, my sweet strawberry. I, I have met a number of wardens from House Alavara, and while there are a few who are kept secret, they probably have close to 20, 30 maybe. I I can't say I've ever met any who were anything other than elves, but I have heard, and this must stay between you and me, I have heard rumors from some of the other 
families that the emperor perhaps is working with a few wardens who the public would otherwise not approve of, but I've not heard of any tieflings in particular. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're eating well. And I hope you come home soon. And that's the end of the message. Mm-hmm. Well, that is a lot to think about, huh? Uh, are you are you okay? Uh, yes, I I just heard back from my dad. Oh, oh, just now? Yeah, just now. In your in your head? Yeah, like magic magically. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, apparently, well, this tiefling could be who he says he is, might not be who he says he is. So, okay, so unhelpful. A little bit, yeah. Uh, I mean, basically, he seems to think that he has never met a warden in his time in the noble houses that has not been an elf. Mm-hmm. But rumors of late seem to suggest that, you know, someone like our Dimitri could be a possibility. All right. So they're working with non elves now? Well, Maybe. I I don't have any confirmation of that is the, the tricky thing. And maybe Thavas will get back to me soon, my classmate, and I'll know a little bit more. I just, it's hard to say. Hmm. Well, I know that's so unhelpful. I just hoped that maybe there would be a little bit more. Thavas might know, though. Thavas might know. We'll, we'll just, you know, I guess we just have to wait because right now we, uh, we're in the same boat, you know, we don't really know either way. Right. Yeah. Um, do you still want to check out what's going on over there? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and we'll, uh, 10 will start following along where like the crowds are, like the other people who, you know, how fires on the street everyone mm-hmm. just walks out of their houses to see what's going on that's that's they're following the crowd yeah so a a large portion of the crowd has gathered here towards the top of the steps heading up to this next floor but no one has really gone further beyond that as these soldiers begin to um enter these offices just one by one um, with all of this uh, yelling and screaming, a lot of loud thrashing coming from that direction as uh, Lord Alden and about one other guard head into a large chamber at the end of this hallway, probably uh, 10 or so doors down on either side with these two large uh, wooden uh these two large wooden sort of oaken doors uh, with this very nice uh, in gray uh, carved out archway 
as it seems he's going into a very important chamber uh, with just this one other guard. Um, as you see a few of these uh, house duelist soldiers um, throwing people out of their offices um, as they're sort of yelling back and forth like, hey, you can't go in there. And hey, what are you doing? That's my stuff. Um, hey, who authorized this? Who's telling you to do this? All sorts of, all sorts of a commotion. It is, yeah, clearly. a tense situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ten will just kind of like ease up next to one of the other onlookers and just be like, "Hey, what what is going on?" I hear he's going to lean in so that I could hear. Oh man, I don't know. It- it looks like a raid. But we don't know why. Mm-mm. This has never happened before. Oh, a what? A raid. They're well. They're not good ever. Okay. Um, I can I can I ask somebody else if they know more or yeah, maybe one of, of the guards. Uh, well, the guards are a little preoccupied. Um, some of them are, they're not like beating up these people, um, who they're throwing out of their offices. Like these people are like, Hey, get off my stuff. And they're like shoving them out. Um, while another guard alongside them then blocks like the door to stop them from going in as these people are now beating on these, uh, large golden shields. Um, all engraved with the uh, crest of House Duelis. All of these, all of these soldiers um, are working in teams of two. So there's about 40 soldiers up here. And then the oh, wow. one that went in with uh, Lord Duelis into that chamber at the end of the hallway. Um, as there seems to be one person in each office going through it. Uh, there are bookshelves being thrown down, paper scattering off into the hallways. Um, a lot of chaos. And some of the crowd here on the steps is getting a little intense, a little rowdy. Um, oh, no. Like there, there's a few people yelling, hey, you can't do this. Um Hey, this isn't right. Can I can I pinpoint somebody that is is yelling something like that and and ask uh, what's happening? <laughs> what's um, going on? I mean, yeah, there's a few people right up right up here towards the front that are doing this, and now like the crowd um, from below that watched all of these people walk in is starting to grow bigger on these on these steps. Yeah. Um, so. He sort of like nudge one of the dudes who's yelling over at them. I don't know, but it's not right. What? You don't know what it's not right? What's not right? None. This has never happened before. Ahara. And uh, Ted is like pushing her way through the crowd, trying to Mm -hmm. get back over because it's getting bigger and bigger uh, and gets back over to Ahara's side, grabs her elbow and is like, we need to get out of here. Uh, All right. I okay, I'll I'll go, but I'm just what okay. I'm just no, gonna follow I know. Ten. It's it's 
it's weird, but uh, we're trying to like duck our way through the crowd, kind of like get further and further away as this uh, crowd gets uh, more and more understandably upset. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, but (sighs) it's, it's, it's a look in a mess and uh, we'll back our way out slowly. Hmm. Pushing kind of against the flow. Right, so it's it's pretty easy to get out of here, uh, as most of the people are filing forward um, to the point where the main floor, which is normally, again, like I described last week, like a New York City train station, um, it is almost completely empty right now. Whatever is going on up here has drawn the attention of everybody either that or people have like filed out like hey this seems like it's going to get messy like that's a lot of soldiers so let's let's leave um they're looking for something obviously and no one knows what uh this is not something that has really ever happened here before uh so everyone's very confused and naturally the crowd is assuming these soldiers are in the wrong. Um, so you find your way out of the crowd, uh, which has essentially taken up the entirety of these steps as uh, back up far above you, the sounds of shattering glass and um yelling and screaming continues to intensify and you make your way down to the bottom of the stairs now out of the crowd um are we at the stairway that uh valen went up uh yes so up that same stairway it goes up from like the main floor and then splits off in the opposite two directions uh the one that you were on just sort of goes up to a second floor uh, the one to the right goes up to a second floor and then sort of curls around and goes up to a third floor above that, presumably the top floor of this building. Um, and uh, Valen had gone up to that uh, final top floor. Uh, now looking a little bit more determined and uh, but still nervous, uh, 10 kind of motions for Ahara to go that way. Okay, yeah, and ask ask the prince what's happening, maybe? Uh, yeah, uh, or just see, see what we find out, yeah. Yeah, 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 no, sounds good, sounds good. Uh, that is gonna get dangerous. People are, are gonna get hurt, and... I don't want House Erdolan having any part in it, even if it's just in the crowd. Ah, I see. So, the two of you head up the other stairs. I think, I think really quickly, uh, Ten leans forward to Ahara and very close, like quietly under her breath, uh, says, remember. I don't trust house doulas farther than I can throw them. And then <laughs> that's it. That's all. Okay. 
Uh, so you two make your way up the stairs, I assume, following Valen's path. Yes, yeah. Just to see. See what there is there. That's yeah. All. Yeah. Uh, so you head up the stairs. And there are not all that many people up here. It's almost a ghost town compared to the rest of the building. Mm. Um, a lot less offices, a, a similar large chamber with the doors uh, open. And as you, um, there's probably only like two or so doors on either side, um, just regular offices. You see a few people, doors open, um, windows, uh, blinds open and everything just sort of writing away, ignoring everything else going on down here. Um, and at the end you look in and there are just rows and rows and rows of bookshelves. Um, and in here, there's a few people, a few librarians moving around and, uh, shuffling, uh, and at a table sort of off in the corner by itself, uh, the only person sitting at any of these tables you see is Prince Valen. Um, and this is something you can see from sort of outside this chamber. So it's not really all that deep uh, inside uh, to where he is. It looks like it goes much further back. Um, it even looks like it might go down and then also up. But this building doesn't seem like it can really do that. Um, so who knows what's going on in here. But So uh, he's really just sitting there reading? <laughs> Uh, he's working, he's, he's doing something. Uh, his back is to you. Um, you can make me a perception check at disadvantage if uh, you'd like to try and see closer. Advantage. Uh, that is a 15. Okay. Um, yeah, you can't really... You can't really tell what's going on. It is pretty difficult to see him from here. You'd probably have to go in and take a closer look. Hmm. But there is no commotion in here. Nothing seems to be like out of place. It's a generally quiet library. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, uh, I will admit this is not what I expected to find. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, especially comparing the rest of everything else happening right now. Um, do, do you want to just walk up and, I don't know, say hi? I mean, either that or he's supposed to come find us this afternoon. Okay. He doesn't seem to be doing anything right now. Like, I don't... Maybe he's, he's studying for a test. Maybe? I don't know. I just, I thought that maybe, uh, you know, he seemed like he was in a hurry and and everything else downstairs seemed so messy. I just wasn't expecting it to be so chill. He's just That's reading. All. I mean, we could just walk up. What do, we could just walk up. We could, and then a hair is going to start like walking towards him. <laughs> Uh, so you begin walking in uh-huh. and you probably get two or three steps in, um, before 
there's sort of a loud whistle. Like someone is loudly whistling. No. <laughs> and you you stop and you look up in the direction that the whistle came from. And there's like a, a cloaked figure at the top of this sort of balcony that sort of is above the library, but it's clearly like a second floor, almost like an attic type floor. Uh-huh. Um, and Valen looks up and then scurries up the stairs and this figure and Valen disappear further back into whatever is up there. What? I, uh, I think I spooked him. Uh, Ten just kind of shrugged. She hasn't moved from the doorway. <laughs> Ahara, three steps ahead of you, is like, whoops. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know what happened, but they, uh, disappeared up there. So back at the stables. Um, sick. Sill. Uh, before we continue this conversation with Ahara and Ten, uh, you walk in to the wonderful, beautiful smell of manure <clears throat> and dirt and hay and horses. And uh, you see an older elven man working the counter uh, along with two uh two goblins and a halfling sort of working with some of the horses just sort of off to the side in their in their stables well hello how can i help you we're looking for least of burden transport uh, creatures for my our group um there are two of us that are more average size and then I've got my friend here and then I've got me. So I'm not sure what would work for either of us. Hmm. So you're looking for horses? Horses would be the cheapest. I, I do have some more exotic animals as well would would a horse be okay yes of course um what what do you mean by exotic well i do have the tenaboran salamander came in last week um was supposed to be a special order for one of those snooty nobles but he changed his mind once he saw the creature he was quite afraid um so that's on sale at the moment um it's it would probably be the right size for your goblin friend here um i do have a few uh, I have a camel or two out of Valaria, the desert, of course. Very, very wonderful animals. 
Um, what about something like a plow horse? Mm, a larger breed. Uh, I I have a bronco from the from the wilds that we got not too long ago. We get quite a few interesting breeds of animals that come through here, uh, traded by other animal keepers and um i've won a few in a few games of cards as well um i have a bronco that would be about the right size for you uh she's a little bit on the older side so she may not be the fastest thing in the world but she's still got some good legs on her no that's okay um i'd be happy to take a look Yes, of course. Uh, so she'll be right here in the back. Um, Willem and one of the half the the halfling turns around. Yeah, boss. Uh, we show uh, this uh, fine individual the bronco we got not too long ago. Sure thing, boss. And uh, you're just sort of waved into the back as. Uh, in the back, there's a few very large cages. They're not really cages. They're very large, like, um, sort of encampments almost for some of the more exotic creatures. Like the salamander has a water feature, uh, a nice little, like, cave, some, some small trees that have been put inside of this very large, like, barn, and they're, like, healthy-looking trees, and they're, they're obviously, like, real, but um, it's, like, a nice little, almost uh, miniature habitat. Um, it's a very, like, stony habitat for the salamander, as it is from a country that is literally all mountains. Um the camels surrounded by, uh, in a much sort of warmer area, you sort of walk from where the salamander is past these camels. And it just, it's like the temperature just changes so drastically. Uh, these are well-kept animals sort of in their most natural environments that they can be, uh, in this area. It doesn't seem like these types of animals stay very long, given how many people come in and out from so many different countries. Um, and sort of at the very back of the barn in just a regular horse uh, stable, um, you come across this Bronco, which, you know, makes sick look like a rock um, and is a really good size for you. Right. So this is the Bronco. Uh She's only been here about a week or so, I'd say. Uh, good beast. Wonderful beast. Uh, Captain out front, he, uh, he won this one in game cards. Well, does she have a name? Uh, no. We tend to leave that for whoever ends up buying them. Very well. They don't stay here very long. Best not to get attached. I'll uh I'll hold my hand out just to like introduce myself, I suppose. And let the horse smell me. Uh roll me an animal animal handling check. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get myself bit. Um it'll be fine. I'm it's fine. 
First impressions are important. 16. 16? Uh, yeah, uh, the horse leans in, sort of sniffs your hand, gives it a small lick. You seem as it seems as if it does not hate you. That's seems it seems friendly enough. Very, start. very docile. Uh, would you mind if I took her for a test drive? Um, we don't really do that here. Don't really have the space, unfortunately. Okay. And last time we let someone do that, they tried to steal the horse. <laughs> captain oh, out, oh. captain out front, real good with a crossbow. I gotta say, I could, I could see how that would be a problem. Yeah. Uh, no, no problem. Um, Rick, did you want to check out that <laughs> other? Oh yes, I definitely want to check out this salamander. Just walking past it, it looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll spend a little more time with this before it's just inspecting if you wouldn't mind just showing my friend yeah of course Um, and Willem sort of takes sick over and the salamander now is on the side of the cage like claws dug in and it's like it's like looking down like it's sort of upside down but it's like on the wall and it's like looking down and as sick walks by it just sticks its very it sticks its tongue out and this thing comes out like a foot out of its mouth and it's just like dangling in the air and it takes it back in um yeah we got this thing in well we got it in three days ago uh yesterday this uh fancy pants was like oh that thing's terrifying i thought it was gonna be this whatever it was a nightmare uh same dude wanted this really big tortoise out of uh out of one of the archipelagos down south that thing cost a fortune to get here barely survived the trip then he negged out of that one too so i think we're probably going to stop serving him but this salamander beautiful creature very friendly not as scary as she may look but i've never i have to admit i have never seen her uh, in this position, that is uh, mildly terrifying. I'm going to hold up my meat stick that is now without meat, but still has the juices on it. Be like, here, you, you want my stick to the, the salamander? Yeah, so the tongue immediately wraps around it, like through through this sort of cage, all the way around like the, the stick. Um, and the thing starts to sort of suddenly everything begin. the cage begins to rattle as if it's like vibrating all of a sudden as the salamander is purring loudly, but it almost sounds like a low growl. It seems oh, you to give dog a run for their money. <laughs> um, so how much, how much for the salamander? Well, we're, doesn't seem like anyone else is going to buy this thing, so you can probably get this thing for cheap. Uh, the the Bronco back there, probably the most expensive, probably close to 300 gold pieces. But the Salamander, probably only 200. Uh, and a couple regular horses, really only about uh, 200 apiece. So uh, if you're looking to get some regular horses, I mean, if you wanted the camels, you could probably get those for probably... If you got both of them, probably 150 a piece. I gotta say, uh, Captain 
probably throw you a good deal on the camels. So uh, you're looking at close to um, five fifty seven seven fifty total for all four all four, um, and that includes you know saddles. These are all these creatures were meant for riding. I gotta say so. Uh, we have given them a little bit of a test ride, make sure that they're, you know, up to snuff and they're all pretty good. Um, granted you'd have to buy the food separately. Of course, could probably throw some of that and for all four enough for maybe a month, enough, uh, enough feed for a month that can be carried in packs for about 50 gold, um, overall 50 gold total. So. Uh, that's usually how we work here. That, that uh, sounds that sounds excellent. Um, well, let me converse with my uh, large friend over here, and uh, we will we'll come up with a decision. Uh, uh, which uh, Sick will also want to. You said there are goblins. Go over mm-hmm. to the goblins uh, before talking to his their friend there. And before we do that, we will switch back to the library inside of the Order of Merchants, where Ahara and Tennyson stand in the doorway. Ahara about three steps in beyond the doorway as Valen disappears. So, yeah, Ahara's just going to turn over and uh, kind of shrug after saying that, uh, sorry, I I think I must have spooked him. It's okay. I... I am simultaneously very nervous and very curious, so I'm really okay with anything. I I wonder what happened. He I just, just wasn't he? He was just sitting there reading, and then next thing we know, he's poof, ran away. Oh, there was some whistle. It's like a sign or something, and mm. and the fact that he doesn't seem to be involved in what's going on downstairs is a bit odd to me. He came in right behind his father. Yeah, that is odd. But really, we can ask him about this later? <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was just, you know, okay. No, I, I, I understand, I understand. Okay, uh, do you want to meet up with, with Sick and Vena? Yeah, yeah, I think we should. Okay. All right. That sounds like a plan. Um, and then she's just going to like turn around and, and like close the doors behind them because I guess this wasn't um, what we need to do right now. Well, the, the doors were already open uh, before oh. you got here to the library. Yeah. We just okay. back out slowly. Yeah. Just back <laughs> out. <laughs> Cause right. like what, what just happened? Uh, so you, you back out. Uh, you sort of head back down. Uh, it doesn't seem like the commotion has died down in the, you know, minute or two or three that you spent up here. And um, I assume you make your way now out of the building. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so where do the two of you go from here? Uh, back to the inn back is the probably inn. where we'll meet them. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Then we can switch back to Sick and Fena. Uh, sick you head on over to the goblins who are um, helping out a horse Um, looks like they're putting some horseshoes on together Uh, freshly cleaned stall as well Um, yeah these are two goblins you do not recognize 
Oh, that's fine. Because Sick will be like, hey, cousins, what's up? Uh, can I ask you a question about uh, the salamander bronco and those uh, camels in there? What's up? Um, so anything I need to know, like, are even like kind of bitey or do the camels spit or uh, does that bronco, is it like going to die tomorrow? Nah, bronco's got a good couple years left. Assuming it's taken care of, right? Uh, camels. Probably don't want to take them anywhere too cold. Definitely don't want to take them over over the mountains. Probably can't get there. Uh, one of them sort of <sighs> spits into uh, the ground off to the side. Um, yeah, no, all good. Good creatures. Oh, that, that, take good care that, of them. That's there. good to know. Okay, that's good to know. Um, any dietary restrictions for that salamander? Like, don't feed it grass. Um, probably best to give it meat. Um, oh, okay. may, maybe big fruits. Uh, nothing, nothing too small. If if it's too small, I don't think it'll like it. Um, we haven't had it very long, so hasn't been too picky. We just we just give it some some meat. Seems fine. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, creature right after our own hearts, right? <laughs> anyway, no. um, when when you when you get when you all done here, um, well, two of us gotta hit the road. Uh, have a have a delivery for this uh, horse down down a couple cities to the south. Um. Then we gotta pick something up from across the mountains. So should you be leaving what? right after we finish this horse. You know what, YouTube? YouTube been really helpful here. Here's uh five silver pieces for your trouble, and uh, don't uh, you know, don't let anyone know you have it there. Appreciate it. Uh, and they sort of split the coins. Um, the one who was busy helping the horse that time was handed three of them. The other handed two. Um, and they sort of tuck them down into their, their socks, in their shoes, in their boots. All right. Good. Good talking to you. Cause uh, make sure to uh, keep an eye out. Don't let anyone, anyone do their normal stupid stuff there. Always. And they uh, and get back to work. I'll go uh, check in with with Fena and kind of. Oh yeah, no, all the all all the uh, they all look they all sound good. Do, should we get two camels or two horses, or one camel, one horse, one bronco, and a salamander? <laughs> we would be quite the eclectic group. I, I mean, but who would ride the camel? It would have to be a Hera. I <laughs> I feel well, I don't know. Maybe he knows how to ride a camera. I don't know. But I just I just for some reason I just pictured her not being keen on that. Um I think I think okay. for the present it would be okay to to just do two horses. Okay, you know, I can I can really see a Hera on a war camel. Just like 
riding out onto the seas, what? spitting You're on the seas. Yeah, yeah. If camels were in the desert, are they? What what does beach have that deserts have? Oh my gosh, sand! Sand. Stop. It'd be perfect for storming right along the coast. It already has the perfect feet for it. I mean, we we got to get one of one of each, right? Like, you know, you know what, Dick? That is the most compelling argument I've heard since I got here. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Just thinking of everybody. Yeah. Well, now what horse should we get for ten? Let's let's see if we can find a very sweet, not easily spooked, gentle, maybe dappled. Oh, a dappled one would be so cute. And I'm just I'm just off in the stables, <laughs> like looking around. Um, so as you sort of describe all of these sweet things, uh, Willem sort of pulls pulls uh, pulls you over. Um, so. We have a, uh, we have a, uh, uh, so uh, we got this, we got this one creature over here, uh, not exactly a horse. Um, we have some regular horses, but given the fact that you're getting one of the camels, this big, beautiful Bronco, uh, and this, the salamander especially, um, could probably get you a really good deal, same price as a horse. On this zebra. <laughs> I I look at the zebra. I okay, anecdotally, like as a as a human being on planet Earth here, I know that zebras are not known for being rideable. No. Um but the good news is we're not on Earth, and you have obviously walked into Dr. Doolittle's wonderful Wild West or something in here, but okay. I I look at I look at the zebra and I I look at the second I go, it just doesn't feel it just doesn't feel very bad. Hmm. Well I think Sick would go up to the like as close as they can to the zebra to see if it's spooked by Sick first. Uh, it is not spooked. It also works with goblins, so probably yeah. not surprised to see you. Uh, and I, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna touch it and be like, mm, pat, 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 pat. I mean, uh, it, it seems like a nice zebra. Th- as you did that, the zebra did not move at all. It, you just went pat, 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 and it stayed perfectly Deep. still. Deep. It blinked a couple times. But, okay, so it is moving. Yes. <laughs> no, it's very clearly like awake and alive and alert. It just was like, okay. Like, sad dude. Pat, pat, pat. Falls over dead. Oh, no. Um. <laughs> Reggie, you buy it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we have a couple other uh, exotic animals. Um, and I gotta say, captain up front would definitely want me to pitch you the exotic animals before we just let you walk out of here with a regular horse regular horses not really all that fun don't really have all that many of them but these exotic ones the rider that will be on this beast is known to be a bit 
Well, one of the exciting things is that she can be a little bit high strung and a little bit anxious. Uh, she doesn't tend to like the unfamiliar. Uh, so I think familiar might be exactly what she would need. Uh, I'm looking for a gentle, docile, but still very beautiful horse. Uh, well, we only have we only have a couple simple horses, but I have the most gentle creature of all time. Also, probably the biggest of its kind in existence, but it's just regular horse size. Okay. Now, hear me out. I'm listening. We do have the fastest tortoise alive and and you know what let me let me show you so willem sort of walks over into the into the corner and you (laughs) you see uh you see this very large tortoise with a very sort of a very light blue um sort of tone to its mostly green skin. So it's it's a very odd looking thing. Um, and he, he points over at its, he, he sort of climb, climbs in and he's like running his fingers along uh, the, the shell. So uh, when you look at these, these designs, um, they're very floral in design. So this girl has been, she has been here because everyone thinks she's too slow to ride. But I tell you what, she moves as fast as any regular horse we have. It's very strange. It is the strangest thing I've ever seen in my life. Never seen a turtle move this fast. But this thing, very gentle, can move at a turtle's pace, but full vegetarian diet. Sometimes I swear she's looking at me and smiling. But also, she's awesome could probably get captain to knock it down to 150 gold cheapest thing we got but also my personal favorite we got a couple we probably have a bull we have a cow we do have some cows some rideable cows um i have a really big sheep too very fluffy requires a lot of maintenance so Um, do the cows produce milk you know I don't think so. Maybe. Uh, no deal then. No deal. We don't really hold the cows all that cr- long either. They, they're usually sold nope. pretty quick, so I don't have to do any milking. So. Got a kangaroo. I mean, this. Also. This, oh, there we go. I could ride in that kangaroo. You can call me Joey at that point. That also, be, oh, in its pouch. <laughs> I, I also do have a single gazelle. Don't see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a <laughs> couple stalls down as uh, you sort of find your way um, there is a single gazelle far too small for you um, but it's, oh. it's, it's a regular gazelle I'll extend my hand out again just to see if it's docile uh, it sort of backs away um, sort of a little frightened, but 
um, it sort of moves towards the back of the pen. Um, mm. Yeah, she's uh, she's a tough one. Takes takes a long time for her to trust you. But when she does, she is a sweetheart. Uh, she's probably Captain's favorite. Also, she, Captain's kind of the only one she likes at this point. She's not even a fan of me, and I feed all these beautiful, beautiful beasts. I don't know why, but I love it. I think. She is about 300 gold. She's 300. Broncos, 300. Salamander, 200. So that's about 800. And Camel. Yeah, that'd be 950 for the total. Mm-hmm. And another 50 for all the food there. You know, I, I definitely think it's a toss-up between either a moving throne on the turtle, tur- tur- tortoise mm-hmm. over there, or a... Wonderful beast. Or, or, or this, this uh, gazelle. I actually, like, look back over at the tortoise and make sure it's not a turtle. Like, it, is, it is not a turtle. Okay. Turtle, like... There have been turtles in town. Um, including some working some of the stands. This is not a turtle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just like it moved really fast. So, uh, yeah. Okay, it's 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 a tortoise there. But yeah, roaming throne, beautiful gazelle that you got to earn their trust. My money's on the gazelle. You think so? Because you know it wasn't what I set out the pen but i can't help but feel like that's the right decision again we also i mean we also do have regular simple horses but <laughs> how can how can everything else i mean i mean he <laughs> just sort of motions <laughs> at everything they don't call right. this place the and um immediately interrupted by uh, the captain coming in like, ah, Willem, I need you. I need you up front. So before Willem gets to tell you where you are, Willem sort of heads up, up front. Captain? Aye. And he sort of motions for the two of you to come up front as well. So what can we get for you today? I Any... definitely want the Bronco. Mm, okay. And the Salamander. All right, Bronco Salamander, good choice. We'd okay, also like so to take two fifty, two hundred, camel two. We'll do two hundred for and that. Hmm. Right, that'll be three hundred. Mm. Seven hundred. All right, so you're at about nine fifty total. Uh, we could throw in. A month's worth of feed for each of them for about 50 gold on top of that. Best I can do. Throw it in for free. We are, after all, taking several animals off your hands. Make me a persuasion check at disadvantage. What, what it, none of them, do any of do they come with uh, tackle or like um, seats and stuff as well? Uh, yeah, saddles all included. Okay. Um, okay. 21. 21. Mm-hmm. So he sort of folds his arms over his chest. 50 I gold. My eyelashes on him. 50 gold for a month's worth of food, please. 
1,000 total. Good try, though. Not a haggler. Not when it what, comes what, what, to my wait, business. What what kind of card games are you into? Mm. <laughs> you ever play three card? No, never. Yes, I have. No, I haven't. Yes, I have. <laughs> Thousand gold for her, all of it. And the food. Honestly, it's not that bad, but we wanted to gamble, we could lose more money. <laughs> the thing of it is, sir, we had just a thousand and we'd already spent a small sum on food and refreshments for the day. We just don't have that. How much how much do you need? You could uh <laughs> you could get a cheaper animal than the gazelle. It's my most expensive at three hundred. Uh, I know we got uh we got another camel for another two fifty. Uh I've got uh Got a tortoise back there. Could do that one for 150. Um, no one wants that thing. It's very sad. Um, I got some regular horses for about 200. I guess I could do. Um, I know the gazelle's your favorite. That's why she's the most expensive. Also, she hates everybody but me. So, might as well. Also, she's the fastest one back there. So, salamander could give her a run for the money, though. Gotta say, that thing moves. I mean, not if it's in, like, tall grass or anything like that. Then it's kind of slow. But if it's on, like, flat land. I imagine it's like when lizards run across water where it just, like, picks up and goes. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you want to gamble? uh, I mean, I also have nine gold pieces I could pitch in. uh, Got a zebra I could do for probably. I could probably do 150 on the zebra as well. But people don't want a zebra. They want like a regular horse. But the zebra is good, too. Just looks different. Very calm creature. Very, very relaxed. Just like the camels, actually. Zebra basically just a camel without the humps and the stripes. Well, without the humps, but with the stripes. Your assistant was so eager to sell me on one creature, and you're so eager to not sell me on it. Well... You said you couldn't afford it, so I'm giving you more affordable options. The price with the gazelle, 1,000 gold pieces. Price without the gazelle, less than 1,000 gold pieces. Price is the price. I pushed the bag over to him. With 1,000? Mm-hmm. Right, so he takes, takes the money out, and he counts, and counts, and counts, and counts. And with a sly grin... He sort of claps the coins together, uh, puts them in his uh, little safe or whatever, and uh, he points over to Willem. Hey, Willem, make sure these beasts are ready for them for whenever they're ready to pick them up. Whenever you're all ready to leave town, we'll have them all saddled up, ready to go, feed all, set up on uh, individual bags attached to the saddles and the like so they'll be ready for you whenever you get here uh just uh it'll be a month's worth of feed you can always come back buy more there are other stables that can probably get you some generic feed um but gazelle's a vegetarian salamander is a carnivore bronco vegetarian 
camel, vegetarian. So it should be pretty easy. Uh, just let them graze a little bit during the day. Um, they're well-trained, made sure of it. Uh, so shouldn't have any problems. We'll, we'll give you all a quick little lesson. I'll have, I'll have the goblin boys uh, or Willem take care of that whenever you come by. Uh, we'll keep them here uh, for about a week. Um, if you don't pick them up in a week, I'll probably sell them again and you can come and take your money back. Um, yeah, so you got about a week to come pick them up. We'll be here. Uh, Willem's here 24-7. So uh, if you got to leave in the middle of the night, no questions asked. I understand we're pretty much open 24 hours a day given the city we live in. People coming in and out all the time. So you can definitely come pick those up. Uh, we'll have them ready for you. Pleasure doing business with you. I do as well. All right. So, sick. Fana, you have acquired. We got Campbell, Bronco, Salamander, and Gazelle. And a month of feed. All right. So, what do the two of you do upon finishing your tra- transaction? We should go tell everyone we got um got a mounts to ride. Yes. And I'm starving. These cakes are too tempting right now. Let's get back to the end. I know. I'm, I'm starting to feel tired from all that meat I ate, but good thing I have a goblin's constitution. <laughs> I could go for another meal already. I could always carry you back, too. Uh, no, it's fine. I gotta walk it off. Alright. Well, here, hold my hand so you don't get lost in the crowd. It's more like fingertips. Longer... Yeah, I have a much longer <laughs> step than he does, so like I'm, I'm, I'm like half-stepping. <laughs> As he's like, <laughs> you're like doing the old lady like power walk, just and I'm to doing sort of like a very like slow, lazy, live stroll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, so eventually you all meet back at the inn, and there you are together again, no longer split up. Hello. We come bearing gifts and we have secured horses, well, mounts, and you're going to love them. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay, so I guess we're, so Ahara and Ten right now, are we just like at a, I guess a, I'm assuming we're at a table. Yeah, like a booth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we see them come in, just barging in, go, we have acquired mounts. (laughs) (laughs) I'll put the box down in the middle of the table and say, I have cakes. Uh, And everything is a little bit hustling and bustling in here right now. Uh, Middle of the day, uh, Mm -hmm. people grabbing a drink and all that. So you got cakes and mounts. Wait, wait, you said mounts, not horses. What do you yes. mean by that? And should we be afraid? So, so we got four different creatures. Six oh. of salamander. Oh. That was very, very much his taste. Uh, who's who's the salamander for? Oh, that's for me. Uh, oh. uh, I'm gonna name. I'm gonna name it Fool. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I just like managed- a friend of mine. I, I managed to find uh, a horse that was uh, capable of carrying me. So perfect. 
that's helpful. I also got, uh, we also were offered a great deal on a camel and a gazelle. Right. Oh. See, I was thinking that the camel would be great for you, Ahara, because, you know, the <sighs> desert, beaches, sand, water, spitting, it all goes together. Ten and looks visibly relieved by that. And the, that the you don't get the wait, wait, wait. The camel is, is mine, right? Yeah. Yes. All yeah. right. Okay. It, plus, it has a built-in like rest on it, so you can always just kind of like rest on that hump too. You know, just I like, have to admit, I've never ridden a camel before, uh, and I was half expecting fabulous. a horse. But you know, I'll take the camel. Uh, so, real quick. Um, Faina, uh, following your transaction, just as a proof of purchase kind of thing, um, you are handed a slip of paper, um, more of a card that's got the animals, uh, the date, the time, and uh, who sort of helped you out. So you have Willem and Captain written on there. And on the other side of the card is the name of the place that you bought these animals at. Okay. It is Dr. Tiberius's Majestic Beast Sanctuary. <laughs> what a name. Wait, this wasn't a state. This was a. Where did you guys get this? Never mind. I'm sorry. Uh, Majestic Beast Stable Sanctuary and Stable. There you go. That makes more sense. They're all rescue animals. They all come from hard lives. We had to. We had to procure them. You know, they looked really cute. I started hearing yums of an angel, and I just had to. I had to buy the salamander. And the camel, you know, it looked at me square in the eye. I was like, I, I got to take you home. I know exactly who will ride you. Ten, the, the gazelle, I should warn you, it has been known to be a little bit skittish. But I, I was told that once it trusts you, it, it's quite sweet. And I thought of you. Thank you so much. It means so much that you thought of me. I, I'm excited to meet her. I hope you get along. And if you don't think there's other things, I, I just thought that would be what you would like. Other things like salamanders? Or, or there a, was a turtle. Zebra or, or, yes, oh. a turtle. Um, although I didn't think that was quite, although... Was it your speed? Large and, and, and green, and your hair is so pink. You look like a walking flower. <laughs> you know, I am honestly really excited about the thought of a gazelle. I'm excited. I, I like that. I, it's different. It's not what I expected. I was definitely thinking you would come back with horses, but also. So did I. <laughs> <laughs> That's I didn't. Fair. That's fair. Um, I'm you with a horse, right? Oh well, that that's a good start. Um, I think the gazelle sounds beautiful. Wonderful. You might also like these. And I and I open the box uh, of the cakes and I give her a violet <gasps> cake as well as myself and the honeycomb to stick and the strawberry to a hair. Oh, thank, thank you. These, the violets, they're, they're, I, I, I know about them. They smell really good. 
uh, is there, uh, <laughs> and Ten is like looking over a little bit at a Harris strawberry pastry. <laughs> oh, I chose wrong. No, no, no. It's just. Do you you want to switch? Strawberries have like a, a little bit of a, a personal meaning for me. Um, that's all. It's oh. not. I her hair is gonna Mine's take gone her, her cake and just and just give it. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! And like, uh, Faina's face is just heartbreaking. Um, <laughs> what if, what if we split them? What if it, it a Hera could try the violet too, and I could try some of the strawberry? That works for me. If it works for you, yes, I. I'd love to try what Faina picked out. Yes, exactly. If Violet is something that she knows, then I trust that. I just, I just love strawberries. That's all. (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. It's okay. I like strawberries too. Sick uh, has some honeycomb and an empty, like, an empty, like, plate or whatever in front of them. Oh, (laughs) I think you are okay with what I got for you. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> uh, Ten uh, very carefully uh, breaks um, the the uh, pastries in half. Um, so when you uh, break the one with the violet in half, um, it breaks perfectly fine. Um, but there is sort of a... Um, a cream-filled center that sort of oozes out um, that has a blue hue to it. The honeycomb was delicious. Sick. Lots of... I don't know if it had any kind of filling in there. (laughs) It just... Doesn't doesn't seem like it. It was a little crumbly, though. It's very good. Had and some the, crunchy bits, maybe. And the, the strawberry, um, as you break it open, Ahara, also breaks open totally fine. Um, and that one has, uh, strangely enough, a bit of a, has a, also has a filling that has a sort of green-ish hue to it. Uh, what's, uh, what's the filling? It's, it's really good, but I can't quite put my finger on what it is. Yeah, very different. I'll try some. Can I identify it? Uh, yeah, it's it's um, the it's sort of like a not like a jelly filling or anything like that, but it's it's the green one has sort of like a, a custardy taste to it. Mm-hmm. Um, the blue. Uh, from the violet having um, more of a raspberry taste to it. There's like just a hint of there's like just a hint of grape in the in the custardy one for the strawberry. The dye has nothing to do with the flavor. This is so interesting. It's it's uh it's just custard. I was expecting a mint or an herb or something. Oh, do you know? Uh, uh, 10 gets out 
a, a little booklet and starts to write some of these uh, down as Faina is like brainstorming. And Faina, Faina, honestly, like she just gets kind of lost in her senses. Like she starts to just smell and like, you know, I, with the raspberry, I think uh, I always liked dandelion with vanilla like this. That might be very good as an infusion. And then you could have vanilla. Vanilla would be much better sweetened. Vanilla and honey and the icing. And then violet. What if you could make a violet sweet? Like a thing. Again, just jotting all of this down um, and just kind of says out loud, I really love baking. I, you know, once we figure out some of this mess, I'd love to do just another baking day. But now that we know each other better, just have fun with it. I feel like it was so business when we did it for House Do List, but just a few days later, I feel like we could have fun. We should make empanadas. What are those? And so as this conversation (laughs) continues um, for what I can only assume is many, many hours, uh, eventually the sun goes down time oh. passes and uh, it's sunset ish time as uh, as promised Prince Valen of House Dulis uh, eventually makes his way in um, papers sort of scattered throughout his uh, notebooks as he's got about three or four large books in his arms uh, glasses kind of barely hanging on to the tip of his nose. Um, and he sort of comes in and he bumps into about three or four people on his way. And he's like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. And um, waves him over. Uh, and he sort of comes over and he uh, takes an open seat. Oh, it's so good to see you, Tennyson. And uh, it's wonderful to meet your your friends. I heard much about each of you from my father. Yes, are, is everything all right? I was starting to get a little worried. It's um, going on evening. So as he sort of sits down and sort of puts uh, the chaos that is everything in his hands down, um, he's got a little bit of bruising on the side of his face and a cut on his lip that he didn't have when you bumped into him earlier in the day. Oh yeah. Everything's fine. Um, there was, uh, there was, a an anonymous tip on, uh, what happened to an item that was stolen from us. Uh, the final night of the festival, um, someone said it was there and, uh, father, uh, <laughs> uh, he tends to be a bit over dramatic. I, um, I uh, and ten lowers her voice. Do we need to go somewhere less public? We have a room. Um, no, I, I, I'm, I'm fine. I, I, I I'm I, fine. As he sort of has been. Uh, fiddling with his hands, um, he sort of 
his hands just sort of fidget as he talks. Um, he makes eye contact with 10, um, not any of the rest of you, but his eyes also sort of dart around the room a little bit. Um, no, I'm, I'm fine. Uh, Insight check. Yeah, go ahead. Insight check. Sure. Good. Good. I call. don't. I don't buy that. <laughs> uh, Ten. While they do this insight check, since they're unfamiliar with this 17. individual, um, while they do this insight check, uh, you would know that this is kind of just how Valen is. He's always been. Um, he's always had a difficult time focusing, so he's always done a lot of fidgeting and. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's always sort of focused elsewhere. Uh, I, I was under the impression your father already had a suspect and he's even requested information from us on them. That's why you're here, is it not? Uh, yes, and uh, no. Um, Sil for, uh, for Fena, for your, um, inside check. Um, he seems on the level. Um, it just seems like this is how he is. Um, not necessarily, it's not necessarily like a paranoid vibe, but it's definitely a, this person probably has never sat still a day in their life kind of, um, would benefit from a fidget spinner in the modern day. Yes. Oh, it's just ADHD. Um, Got it. Yeah. Okay. Com- com- <laughs> I, I can I can absolutely relate. <laughs> um, there's probably there's some other stuff there too, but uh, at least on the surface, very clearly, it is um, a lack of focus, as some may call it. Uh, but yeah, it's it's essentially ADHD. Um. Uh, well, I mean, when there's when there's information, Father, especially of such a important nature, you see, uh, the thing that was taken was um, something he personally had been studying. It wasn't just some of our house mages and the scholars that we we teach, and it wasn't something for me and my independent studies. Uh, it was. Um, uh, it was something he was taking care of quite personally, and it was something he had a very um, vested interest in. So, uh, you know, how uh, Lord Alden of House Duelist gets, he, uh, ever since ever since mom died all those years ago, it's uh, been a little tense between him and the other noble houses. Thus, obviously, we haven't seen each other in quite some time. You look lovely, by the way. You've grown okay. up so much. Yes, yes. Um, f- f- Hi, my, my, my name's Sick. I- sick. Hello. Yeah. Oh, yes. I, I know you don't want to like show your hand, but you're kind of shuffling about this situation. So I wasn't quite sure what, what had gone missing at your tower there. He just sort of smiles. That's a joke for me. Um, mm-hmm. uh, well, uh, he just sort of smiles at you. Uh, that's. Uh-huh. See, that's why I wanted to know. Yeah, I don't necessarily know. Um, it was. Uh, secret close to father's That's chest. the impression I had gotten when we visited just the other day. 
Yes, and of course, I'm very sorry that I missed um, Ten Sick and... Uh, Ahara and, and Faina. Ahara and Faina. Nice to meet you. You as well. Um, it's... Uh... I have to ask. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even my impertinence, I'm not well-versed in your ability. Who did that to your face? Uh, Ten looks a little bit stunned, but also turns toward Vela because she is also curious. Um, <laughs> the look on Fana's face is simultaneously concerned and upset and serious. Oh, this is... I, uh, on the recommendation of my father, uh, I've been taking some more combat-oriented lessons um, recently. So it was just a bit of... um... Insight check. (laughs) Uh, Go ahead. I got a 17. He's not telling the truth, um, but he definitely does not want to tell the truth about this particular situation. He seems uncomfortable by the question. A little unnerved, even. Again. I can't be anything other than candid. I don't think you're telling me the truth. And I'm concerned for you. I know we just met. I know that's that's a lot. I, 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 uh... I do not... Nobody's hurting you. They shouldn't. Uh, so Ted is now looking between uh, Faina and uh, is it Valen or Valen? Uh, Valen. Okay, <laughs> I thought it was Valen. No, um, to also Faina and Valen, uh, and uh, is just concerned where she was not earlier. Uh, for 10, it the ruckus that they saw, uh, it would make sense to obtain a, a bruise or a cut. Um, even just pushing through the crowd, that was possible. Catch an elbow to the face wrong. Um, but now that Faina has picked up on something, she is Valen. Uh- I... Valen sort of, you know, his, he sort of bites his lip a little bit, his hands sort of um, not necessarily fidgeting with each other so much as they are sort of tensing up into small fists and then opening and, um, and then he sort of, his hands sort of go beneath the table now as he seems to continue fidgeting just with his hands, not necessarily uh, visible to all of you. You can trust us. Uh, I, Thena, secrets are very important to her. Trust is very important to her. It's... With um, all due respect, um, Thena, Ahara, Sik, the three of you I've just met for the first time. And I'm sure if 
Tennyson trusts you, then I am sure that you are the utmost of trustworthy people. But um, Tennyson and I have known each other since we were children. Um, and I am not necessarily here on a personal visit as much as uh, it would delight me. So um, I, I am here on business for my father. So perhaps uh, rather than prying into my personal life, um, as his eyes sort of just are focused on the center of the table now, as he's no longer even making eye contact with 10, um, uh, rather than that, uh, my father uh, asked if you had any information about a particular individual and considering he did not find what he was seeking today, he is quite on edge and I would prefer not to head back home uh, without uh, an answer on whether or not you have any information because uh, I've yet to see him since everything that happened today. And uh, I, was, I was told he was busy. And when I was done uh, with my studies, he was uh, still conducting his business um, even when I had to come here. So I have yet to see him. Uh, he's still in whatever meeting it is, and it does not seem like a good one, according to the 10 advisors who seemed to want to stop me on my way to remind me to come speak with each of you. Um, so if there's anything you know about this individual or this heist and theft of our property please let me know otherwise i should probably be on we know. my way we we've worked to obtain what information we can and we have information with you for you we have information for you you oh, don't have to return empty-handed that's wonderful um, i'm sure uh, father will be elated to hear that um and what would, uh, what would that be? What, what do you have for me? First, Valen, this person, this tiefling who claims to be a warden of House Alivara. I'm, I'm sorry, did you, did you say a tiefling? Yes, were you not? made aware of the individual your father is investigating? Um, I, I just uh, recently returned from uh, the capital. I was actually, um, I spent quite a bit of time with uh, Emperor Paris and his eldest daughter most recently, unfortunately, and um, they, and he sort of pauses and he sort of shifts in his seat. Um, I, I was in the capital for quite some time dealing with a matter that my father deemed of the utmost importance between our house and house Alavara, but um, no, I, I'd been away for a few weeks, maybe a month or two. 
Um, I just actually returned today, um, early this morning. You spent time with House Alivara, with the Emperor and his daughter. Uh, yes, you haven't of course. heard of any recent hire? No tiefling wardens? Oh, uh, I... Tiefling, tiefling wardens, that's... That seems quite absurd to me. The only ones I've ever met from their house are Baturian elves, nonetheless, let alone any other type of elf. Um, I would imagine if there was another one that was anything other than uh, those they consider touched by Tyus, uh, that um, I'm sure we would have, I'm sure you would have even met them, um, but they would likely be one of the high-ranking military officials that they have so many of. Um, but I, I do, I do confess that I spent time with uh, Emperor Paris and uh, Princess uh, Mistale, not necessarily talking politics, and um, we weren't necessarily involved in. But Valen, really this is anything. something we would have heard, don't you think? If House <sighs> Alivara hired a warden? I, I mean, perhaps, but, and I mean, I don't, I don't know what your family may do behind the scenes, but every noble house is working to their own they're all working towards something different even if that means not necessarily the same as our as he sort of looks around our wonderful emperor paris um but uh emperor paris is uh not necessarily handling anything from a political side of things right now, uh, Empress Taledra, who I did not see during my entire time there, um, is sort of in charge of really anything important as Emperor Paris is trying to arrange a union between his uh, eldest daughter at ah. this point. Um, you? Not likely after the last two months that me and the princess spent together, but uh, perhaps my uh, younger brother, Prince Waylin, um, he is a much more likely candidate for anything like that. Um, I'm... I'm a bit strange compared to most other noble individuals like yourself and um, uh, the the emperor's daughters are. You're not strange. I'm strange. I ran away on my 200th birthday to adventure. I wish I would have done so. Uh, I I spent um, uh, uh Valen, you don't yes. know sick, but they raise uh, their hand when they want to say something. Um, ah, yes, sick. Well, I, I I was gonna say it to uh Ahara, uh, Bena, and Tim. 
should we i mean is it more about who did it or where the item is at who did it uh the the individual is is if if you happen to know where the item is that would be essentially the most important thing to my father um if it is not with the individual who stole it, um, or if it's not information on this apparent tiefling warden of the most royal of houses, um, if you know where this item is. Unfortunately, we don't. We've only gone two days. We don't have the research. Uh, sick? I think we should do a team huddle. Uh, ten. No. Roll me. <laughs> uh, ten. Roll me a deception check. It's not deception. We don't know where it is. We do. No, we don't. We know who has it. Yeah. We. I mean, they disappeared. Like they. Oh, we know that. We know they have it. Though. So we could yeah. like point fingers and name names. Sorry, it's the gaming pigeon. It's a meme. Anyway. No, no. <laughs> this is something that the players will have to talk about afterwards. I'm not catching yeah. James's drift at all. Um, well, because we know that like this fake trickster guy has it. Um, or is so, like, it? We, or is it? Yeah. Um, and we know generally what like in general kind of like what their MO is. Uh, so like it could be as much as we don't even have to name the warden. But they know as it who is, the like, warden is. Like they asked us to find yeah, the warden and, and get information on them. So like we can share information on Dimitri that we have gathered so far and um and I'm nervous about playing too many cards up front. Yeah, I I yeah. Well, I don't want to lie. You did either. start the campaign playing too many hey, cards. Listen, up. listen, <laughs> oh, okay. But <laughs> one time that was not my fault. So uh, when, but yeah, if if six suggests we do a group huddle, ten is just like, no, we have no need. Um, Valen is sort of uh, now leaning back in the chair once again, fiddling uh, very clearly in front of all of you. Um, if, I, if you all need to speak, that's fine, but... I'll speak. I will speak. We can share this information that we have gathered. Ahara uh, knows some characters from her past and was able mm. to reach out to them, glean some information... We have learned a number of things about Dimitri, this so-called warden of the house, Alivara. They claim to be a warden and they carry the crest of house Alivara. They have, have you seen, have you seen the crest? Uh, Ten looks at Sick. Yes. Sick has encountered them. Oh, oh dear. Oh my, that's that my complicates exactly. that complicates things greatly. Um, Such a thing be forged. Uh, yeah. Mm, so, 
I maybe should not share this with three strangers, but Tennyson. I, um, I have a cousin I, who knows a guy who could do it. Uh, it it's not quite simple. See, um, the royal house in particular, perhaps any of our other houses, but it is something that I did actually notice because it is in the crest uh, for House Alavara in quite literally as he sort of just rolls his eyes everything with their crest on it in the palace including the number of wardens that i did see um there is a particular um gem dust that is very difficult to find it it is difficult to find for the emperor of the largest empire in the world, let alone just any common forger. And it is, they are all forged. Um, anything important like, like that, that a warden would have to show, hey, I'm a warden. They are forged by a single uh, smith who's retired and they literally only do the one thing um it's almost impossible to forge i will say but it would be easy to check if someone who is relatively unfamiliar with house alivara a a so-called warden passes through shows off a crest and if they were unfamiliar they might miss something like that uh yes i i believe perhaps i could identify this but um and he sort of he sort of looks off as if something else is going on in his head and he sort of very quickly gets up from the table and that is and he sort of he's like oh i i'm i must go phelan wait and that is where we'll end tonight's episode uh given the time uh thank you everybody for listening as always you can find me everywhere on the internet at call me caulfield uh you can follow me on twitch twitch.tv forward slash call me caulfield Viturium at Viturium on twitter uh me on twitter at call me caulfield and of course check out callmecaulfield.com uh and also consider donating to the show or supporting the show um at the five dollar tier on patreon.com forward slash call me caulfield you can put a name down for an NPC who will pop up here in the Viturium world. And given the shenanigans that this party so far has gotten into and the crazy places that they have been, such as Dr. Tiberius's Majestic Beast Sanctuary and Stable, uh, you could very well be the next Dr. Tiberius of the Majestic Beast Sanctuary and Stable. Uh, so, of course, thank you. And Renee. Hi, I'm Renee Rhodes. I play Tennyson. Uh, I am she, her. Tennyson is she, they. And I had a wonderful time tonight. Last week was a lot of downtime. And while this week uh, still had some downtime, we also got back into that messy, messy plot that we are totally trapped in. So thank you, Ro, for a great game. And thanks, everyone, for playing with me. And Sil? 
Hey, everybody. You can find me at The Silver Ace. That's T-H-E-S-Y-L-V-E-R-A-C-E at on Twitter. Uh, I talk a lot of D&D &D and post a lot of memes. So if you would like to give me a follow, head on over. Um, I promise to be absolutely ridiculous. Uh, today was really fun. Although I don't like bullies and neither does Fena. So I'm very curious to know who did that to somebody's face so I could do it to their face. Yeah. Eleni. Hi, I'm Eleni. I play a Hera. Um, my pronouns are she, they, and so are Hera's. You could find me on Twitter at Proxy, please. I do um, cosplay and um, scream into the void. And last but certainly not least, James. Hi. Oh, yeah, it's on. Hi, uh, I'm James. I play in sick. We both use they, them, and you can find me anywhere at, uh, at GravityFail87, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. I'm kind of all over. I'm a little bit of nowhere. You, you'll find me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was a pleasure playing with everybody and making some laughs uh, today. I hope everyone had fun, and I also look forward to the other shenanigans and names that people throw out at us that I then keep copious notes on. And of course, as always, everybody, please, uh, you know, take care of each other. A lot of bad stuff going on out there. So we love you. We support you. We believe in you. And uh, you can count on us to be back next week with another stellar episode of this absolutely bananas podcast. Thanks so much, everybody. Good night.